This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Tom Rush for part two of the interview with uh, this folk music icon in town for a concert. Tom, welcome back to the program. Thanks so much. It's great for you to stick around. Let's talk a bit about your newest album, 2018. It's called Voices, and as I mentioned earlier, Roger and Paul, DJs here at the station, uh, report that it's great. I just got a copy last night and look forward to it. Most of these are your tunes, as you mentioned last time. How do you view this album? I think it's a, it's a bit of a departure. I, I went down to make the previous album, which is called What I Know. I went to Nashville for the mm-hmm. first time. Okay. Worked with uh, Jim Rooney, who was an old friend of mine from the Club 47 Days in Cambridge. And I should have I been doing this all along, I, I realized, because these players are so good <laughs> and they work together so well and just they have this telepathy this nashville telepathy that's uh that's really exciting and jim rooney is a perfect producer for me because he will not tolerate fussing and fiddling and picking and and i tend to want to pick and fuss and you know well that note sounded a little <laughs> i don't know about that note <laughs> and he's no 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 it's it felt good we're done <laughs> on to the next so tom you've had some long hiatuses in your recording career. What moved you away from doing that? And then what brought you back? Well, the last album I made for a major label was Ladies Love Outlaws for Columbia. And it was actually a bit of, there was a bit of a push and pull there. They, I wanted to leave Columbia. Mm-hmm. They failed to send me a renewal notice on time. And I said, okay, that's it. I'm gone. Thank you. Bye. And I was going to go, you know, sign up with Asylum or somebody else. Mm-hmm. But Columbia said, no, 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 we'll sue. So I got a lawyer who it later turned out was working for Columbia. And uh, he said, oh, no, you can't do this. They'll sue you. They'll, you know, drag you through court. It'll take forever. Anyway, I agreed to make one more. Mm-hmm. And the one more was Ladies Love Outlaws, which did not do as well as they had hoped. Mm-hmm. They were trying to get a whole new audience, and so it went off in a different direction that I wasn't entirely comfortable with, and it didn't resonate with my fans, my mm-hmm. existing fans, and the new audience did not appear out of the woodwork the way they had hoped. And so then they dropped my contract. So I was without a contract for quite a while, and I shopped around, and uh, it was kind of weird. The, uh, the conventional wisdom in the industry was that the baby boomers weren't weren't important. Mm-hmm. They were they were concentrating on a certain age group. Okay, and the baby boomers had had grown out of that that time that slot of eighteen to twenty five year olds that they mm. were focusing on. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to a a meeting at Columbia, where some guy stood up and said they were trying to figure out how do we get the baby boomers to buy our records, mm-hmm. and some guy got up and said, you know. Maybe if we made records they wanted to buy, <laughs> they would buy them. And there was this awkward silence. And the guy finally sat back down, and the conversation went on about how do we get them to buy the records we we're making. Yes. Um, and it was, it, was, it was stupid. I mean, this is the biggest pile of money the world has ever seen, and they just let it walk out of the room. 
And I knew that the, you know, the people there still loved music and nobody was catering to them. Mm -hmm. So I started my own little label and it was a very minuscule operation, but it was, it sustained me and gave me an, an excuse. And they were, I made a couple of live albums from Symphony Hall in mm -hmm. Boston, mm -hmm. sold them through the mail. These are LPs. Yep. And finally, after about 35 years, after Ladies Love Outlaws, uh, Jim Musselman from Appleseed said, "Come on, you got to make a, you got to make another real studio album." And you know, Jim Rooney wants to work with you. And I said, well, "Okay, I like Jim." Mm -hmm. So I went down to Nashville and was just fell in love with the the operation down there. And so I went back down to make Voices, which again, as you pointed out, has you know, all my own songs except for two traditional tunes. And I think that it was, uh, I think it's the best thing I've done, partly because it's my, they're my songs and I know, therefore, how to sing them. And it sounds like it's getting good reviews if our station is any indication. This is not, hey, one of my, uh, one of my favorite people put out a new album. It, it's like, this is like one of the one of the albums of the year for for several people. Well, I'm, so I'm, that's a that's a really nice thing. I'm honored. So, I'm honored. Thank you. So on December 29th, two thousand and twelve, uh, you performed at uh, Boston Symphony Hall to celebrate fifty years of music. That must have been a hoot. It was fun. It was fun, and uh, they videotaped the show. And there's now a uh, a video, a DVD CD combination called Tom Rush Celebrates 50 Years. But David Bromberg came, ah. <laughs> and he's always fun to work with because he's a great player. It was it was the format was what I call the Club 47 shows in honor of the coffee house where I started, and the format involves getting some well known artists, some established artists. Mm -hmm. I hesitate to use the word legends, but. <laughs> Um, and and a couple of newcomers that are really talented, but nobody's heard of them yet. Yeah, and I've done this, you know, with a bunch of artists. Nancy Griffith was one of my newcomers mm -hmm. for a while. Sean Colvin was one of my newcomers, mm -hmm. um, and they went on to went on to greater things. So uh, for this show, David Bromberg came, Jonathan Edwards came. Dom Flemons from the Chocolate Drops was there. Buskin and Bateau, who used mm -hmm, to be mm -hmm. my backup yep. band from, oh, from, oh, okay. from way back. And we all mixed it up, you know, playing playing with one another and singing harmonies with the other guy. And it was a it was a very, very fun evening. Let me ask, you've been in the business fifty years. You've seen it all in terms of how music is delivered or sold. Uh, you mentioned 78s last night uh, right. in, the, in the performance, and now uh, the whole landscape seemingly has changed. How has that changed for you as, a, as an artist trying to sell your music into, or you know, find fans and sell music? Well, every time I think I've got it figured out, it changes again. <laughs> it's very volatile. It's a, it's a whole new landscape. Back when I started, if you did not have a record deal, you did not exist. Mm-hmm because the record company was the one who got you on the radio, got the newspapers to write about you, and that's how you sold tickets to your shows, and it was, it was absolutely critical to have a, a record label that was promoting you. And now, with the Internet, any kid with a laptop can make music and post it online, and most of it's horrible, mm -hmm. and some of it's pure genius, and the, the cream floats to the top. And mm -hmm. there are people out there selling out 
stadiums that I've never heard of yep. and have never actually been written up in a newspaper or been on the radio. It, it's totally different than it was yeah. in, the, in the 60s and the 70s. So the question is, how do you, how do you get a leg up? I've got a, a guy working with me named Matt Nakoa. Who is um, who joins you occasionally on stage? Uh, he'll be joining me, uh, yeah, for the rest of this tour. He couldn't okay. he couldn't make uh, the first few shows on the tour because he had work of his own, which is because I've been promoting him. <laughs> but uh, and I'm going to do myself out of a monstrously talented accompanist. But he's he's a genius guitar player, pianist, sings like an angel. He's good looking. I hate him. <laughs> but he's getting him up and running is a, a big job. He's he he looks like he's eighteen, but he's in his early thirties. Mm. And uh, I don't I don't know how you how you launch a talent like that today. He should be playing stadiums. It's it's a it's such a totally different world that I have a hard time. If if I was trying to do that, I I don't know how I'd figure it out. I suspect if I was. 50 years younger, I, the technology would, would fall into place. So. Well, I'm, I'm just dipping my toe in the social media waters and trying to figure out what Instagram is and stuff <laughs> like that. But that's how, that's, you know, that's where my crowd, I think, the baby boomers are still on Facebook, but everybody else has moved along. Well, judging from the crowd last night, you're not suffering too much. Uh, you, you're, you're, uh, you're you're able to draw in the crowds. As we as we close in, a couple more questions. If you were able to assemble through the magic of imagination and radio, a few musicians, living or dead, to to have lunch with, kind of your who who would be on your short list? Oh, let me see. I think Leo Kotke because he's a friend. He's he's. He's a great player. Too. He's a lot of, but he's he's also a very funny guy. Yes. And and great. okay, I just talked to him on the phone. He said, I, I wanted to know if you'd like to come and be a part of one of my Club Forty Seven concerts. And he said, Club Forty Seven. I I I went to see you at the Club Forty Seven. <laughs> I couldn't get in, but you walked by wearing flip flops. I didn't know a guitar player could wear flip flops. <laughs> he's a very funny guy. Who else? I don't know. I, you know, some of my idols, you know, Elvis early on or the yeah. Everly Brothers, I, I have a feeling they might be rather dull yeah. lunch, lunch mates, actually. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure who would be on that. Who would be on that list? All right. I've got two uh, CDs uh, here, uh, Voices, your recent one, and uh, a compilation called No Regrets, which is the greatest right. hits. The obviously the photos of you, it's the same person, but it's uh, quite a few years apart. If you could get together, if the old Tom Rush could get together with the young Tom Rush, back when the young Tom Rush was maybe twenty, what advice would you uh, have for your younger you? I think I would say write more songs, stop, uh, you know, stop partying so much, and uh, <laughs> take care of the uh, the creative end of end of things. Okay. And that would probably be it. And and don't hire that manager. <laughs> That's great. That tells me that you're pretty happy with the way things have played out. And you look uh, very happy now. You're very content. Uh, am I reading you right? I'm. 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 Yeah. I'm professionally happy. There's been some ups and downs in the uh, personal realm, but mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm happy with the uh, the stuff I'm creating and. Uh, 
looking forward to the next 50 years. Great, great. As we are as fans. How about uh, closing us out with a, with a song? Would, uh, would you do that? I can do that. What comes to mind? Oh, let me think that over for That's a minute. That's good. Let's take a break right here, and we'll get you back up with the guitar and close out with, uh, with Tom Rush playing and singing. Goodbye, Mama. Goodbye to you, Tupac. Little sister, you'll have to wait a while to come along. Goodbye to this house and all its memories. We just got too old to say we're wrong. Got to make one last trip to my bedroom I guess I'll have to leave some stuff behind It's funny how the same old crooked pictures They just don't seem the same to me tonight Ain't no use in shedding no more tears, Ma Ain't no use in shouting at me, Pa I can't live no longer with your fears, Ma I love you, but that hasn't helped at all Each of us must do the things that matter and All of us must see what we can see Though it was long ago, you must remember You were once as young and scared as me I don't know how hard it is yet, Mama When you realize you're growing old I know how hard it is now to be younger I know you've tried to keep me from the cold Thanks for all you've done, it may sound hollow But thank you for the good times that we've known But I must find my own road now to follow You will all be welcome in my home my suitcase I must go now I don't mind about the things you said I'm sorry ma I don't know where I'm going remember little sister look ahead 
in some other sunrise Maybe I'll have someone at my side Mama, give your love back to your husband And Father, you have taught me well Goodbye Goodbye, Mama Goodbye to you, Tupac Oh, that's beautiful. Tom, thanks for stopping by uh, right here on Valley Views in the Wet Mountain Valley. Thanks for putting on that great concert last night. It's a pleasure to be here. Let's hope to see you again. We look forward to it. My name's Gary. We'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 